And I think that is exactly what Tim O'Connor was saying this morning, that the schools that are in trouble should have the choice to actually go for a collective approach to solving their problems. But the schools that are not, and I believe it's 95% of the boards and 95% of the schools, should not be forced into this system of one size fits all. Richard, hello. Hi, good afternoon, Andrew. How are you doing? Very good. Now, are you on a board? I'm a board, current board chair in the school in Wellington. Have you, re- um, have you read the uh, Bali Hark Task Force review uh, proposals? Yes, I have. Um, and one, um, I, I tend to agree with what's been said so far, is that 95% of the schools are, um, uh, are quite capable of looking after themselves. But one thing that uh, hasn't come up yet, and um, my, my role in my school is a Catholic school, and the Integrated Act with, uh, doesn't take any shape or form through the, uh, through the report, and um, the report doesn't cater for that because there's a lot of things under the Integrated Act such as appointment of principals that, um, you know, like, for example, the local archdiocese has to have the final say. Yeah. So, and none of that's been taken into account in the report whatsoever. And then, uh, I mean, they're advocating that uh, principals have five-year contracts. I'm not quite sure what that is about. I mean, I suppose that's so they can be reviewed, but I also presume it's so that they can be moved to wherever they're needed most. Well, the, the one thing that baffles me, and I've, I've um, had the fortunate or unfortunate experience of having to recruit for two principals in my time now. Um, the first one obviously did five years um, and was natural attrition, but the, the issue with for example, um, Catholic schools, is it's really hard to find a Catholic principal. And yep. all they're doing is going from school to school to school and they're just on roundabouts. Yep. And, you know, they're not bringing anybody new into the system. So um, it's hard enough as it is. So uh, I'm not quite sure how Hub's going to manage that if, if indeed this comes to fruition um, without, you know, talking to um, the, the, the archdiocese. Mm. So, were you a chair of the board? I'm a current chair at the moment, yeah. Current chair at the moment. How good's your board? Oh, the board's excellent. Um, challenging. Uh, we have a good score. I mean, admittedly, we're a decile 10, um, and with that comes, um, you know, you know, a lot of, not a lot of the issues some of the, the rural-type schools obviously have. Mm. Uh, but we are hindered, obviously, in our funding, mm. uh, because we don't get as much funding, you know, as, as for example... You know, a decile one or two and say Potterua. Yep. So, um, you know, fundraising for us is essential to, to keep ticking the box over. So it swings around roundabouts on that one. Yeah, but what, the reason I ask you how good is your board, um, also because you're decile 10, I'm presuming, you know, the property prices are quite high. Therefore, you end up with a lot of parents in the area who have, you know, good incomes, heavy responsibility with their jobs, and they have good skill levels. You know, and so uh, when you have the elections, do you get a well-rounded and highly competent and very skilled board? Uh, yes, uh, we do. But um, having those type of people, Andrew, I will tell you, uh, does also come with its complications. Um, you know, they can be quite needy at times, mm. um, but they do come with skills and they are well off. Um, by, by needy, do you think that they demand highly professional standards, you know, from what is basically a volunteer board where they all get 50 bucks a meeting? Correct. Yeah. Absolutely correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, but um, you can't complain about that, can you? No, no, well, no, you can't, but um, sometimes it's challenging. Yeah. 
But if you had, you know, if you were part of a Catholic hub, you know, of which they managed to find 20 schools, you know, and, you know, they halve the size of your board of trustees, for instance, and put over many of the other decisions, including principal election and all that sort of stuff, to this centralised hub. Do you think it would make life easier for you? Would it make your school better? Well, to be honest, at the moment, um, our school is in a uh, an initiative that was set up by the Ministry of Education called the Coalition of Learning. So we actually have a group at the moment of um, 13 schools, which is uh, 10 primary and three colleges within the Wellington area, mm. um, all Catholic, obviously, so that covers all our Catholic colleges, colleges such as St Pat's, um, St Catherine's and St Mary's, um, plus 10 Catholic primary schools. And we all work together in this coalition of learning anyway. So I'm assuming it won't be too much different from that. Yeah. Uh, so I don't really see the need for the change. So, the, yeah, you're already getting uh, collective knowledge coming through, but, you know, you don't need it to be taken into your uh, governance level as well. Richard, I thank you so much for that insight. Grant, what do you think? Yeah, now, Andrew, first off, I have to ask you, is there going to be a limit on the number of employees in this hub? In other words, is there going to be a hub cap? <laughs> yes. Oh, goodness me, but a bit of laughter. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think that was... Jokes, but... <laughs> I know, it's okay, it's okay. I, I would actually quite like to start a segment on, on this part of the radio sta- station that says, you know, um, uh, dad joke zone, because <laughs> yeah, I think it would be that. very entertaining. Oh, there you go. Now, did you hear? Yeah, go on. Did you hear that apparently scientists have actually developed uh, the ability to um, um, grow new, uh, grow a vocal cord? To actually grow a, a, a vocal cord? Oh, nothing would surprise me <laughs> with the way I, science is going these days. I know, I know, I know, I know. But, uh, I'm in, but the, uh, yeah, no, I can't remember the punchline. I'm useless. Anyway, what do you want to say about hubs? Yeah, yeah. well, first off, it seems to be the in thing, this centralisation. We see it with the end being able to transfer people all over the place, uh, wherever the supposed need is, the, with the junior doctors and now with the, uh, the teachers. But it's interesting that it's OK if it's other people that are being transferred. You know, the fact that, I mean, if we would ask Barley, well, Barley Hart, well, OK, look, every year or two, we're going to transfer your head office to maybe Wellington, Auckland, Dunedin, Nelson, who knows where, he'd probably say, oh, no, I'm quite happy living where I'm living. All my friends are here. I don't want to move, you know. Yeah, 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 I know, I know. Well, look, I I think the task force paper was sufficiently bland enough uh, when it starts to talk about the employment of teachers that I think teachers would be a bit worried that they could actually be redeployed within a hub. Uh, You know, to equalise out the teaching skill across a certain region. Yeah, and and, and that, that, that's taking away the choice of the teacher, where we already know teachers, you know, um, um, uh, have to what? Well, they're trying to live in some very expensive areas with very, you know, with very little money, uh, and they're making decisions based on their own ability and their own needs, and this will be taken away from them. Yeah, and the, now the thing is, no system is perfect, and sure, the uh, tomorrow's schools could, could be improved in certain areas, but the old bay throwing out the baby with the bathwater, I mean, to me, surely people that live in an area that may have uh, students, uh, may have children that go to a school or have had children that go to a school and that are invested in an area, certainly, surely, they generally, you'd think, on the boards of trustees would know more 
and be uh, more and uh, know more about uh, the be- what's best for the school than yeah. some people sort of at the other end of the country. Yeah. Well, have you considered that you'd have a hub that might actually be in charge of 50 to 100 schools, whatever? We don't really know what the number would be, uh, you know, and that needs further work uh, on it. So, uh, but then there's going to be another group of people who are in charge of the people who are in charge of the hub, you know? So you're starting to talk about sort of a chain of command and a chain of, of, of a command economy, which is actually not at all responsive to the needs of the kids at any individual school. Yeah, I mean... Uh Things like education and health, they have to have basic uh, business practices. You, you, you know, you can only got a certain amount of money to spend and, and, and things like that. But they are a bit more than a traditional business where it's profit, profit, profit. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that seems to be what they're trying to do with the doctors and, and with the school sort of thing, is run it like some gigantic corporation. And I'm not happy with it at all. Hello, Daryl. How are we doing? Great. And you kind of just raised one of the points I was going to make, which is that um, we have a a system which is ultimately going to end up um, lowering standards, not raising standards. Um, And that just seems to be um, an inept idea to begin with. Um, But they do this via the suggestions that I've heard you make, um, that by taking good teachers um, from good schools and putting them into uh, poorer performing schools on the basis that hopefully they will actually up the standards of that particular school. Mm. And there's a couple of issues that I I perceive with this. The first one is that um, you have a government at the moment that in an ideal ideological sense thinks that everybody should be and can be equal. Um, We have a uh, teacher pay system which actually says that no teacher is in fact better than another teacher. So how do you then turn around and say within this pay system where we we think everybody's equal, we're going to target this person and this person and say, well, actually, you're not equal, you're better than the rest, so we're going to shift you to somewhere you don't want to go so you can actually improve uh, the loss of others. Already that's going against their own ideological approach. Very good. Exactly right. They're going to have to have some sort of performance measure so they can actually find the people to redistribute to actually come up with a better equity. Which is one of the things they've been fighting against for a <laughs> yes. very long time. Oh my gosh, that is the smartest point that today. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, I'm going to leave it there then. I have another couple of points. If I've reached the pinnacle, I'm done.